Hello, good evening, and welcome to the last Saturday Night Sega um, radio show of 2011. And also the last Radio Sega radio show of 2011, because by the time Sega Fantasy Zone airs, it will be midnight in the UK, and it will be 2012, and everybody will be probably pissed. Anyway, hello, my name's Gavi, and I'm seeing the new year out with a uh, with a special guest who we've not seen since... Um, whenever it was. Probably the Sega fun, really. My, my mind's just gone blank. Uh, so hello, Mr. Mr. Titans Creed. Aloha. Hello. Hello. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to get this out of the way because I'm probably going to be laughing most of the evening. Mina, for some reason, if she's listening to Radio Sega, I do hope she catches this bit. She's having a conversation that apparently, apparently, um, Myself and her, or her and myself, or I don't know how it works, she and I um, should have entered into a boyfriend-girlfriend signed contract with conditions. And she's already stated that for the wedding, she's going to create a prenup that states I have to do all the washing up unless incapacitated. So, um, I think, to use to use a popular meme that's going around at the, uh, uh, right now, I think I'm going to have to take an arrow to the knee. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do all the washing up, and then I took it out to the knee. <laughs> that joke used to be good, but then it took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> oh, Fusrodar, etc., etc. In fact, why don't I have I don't have Fusrodar as a sound effect? Oh, please, uh, no. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'd also have to say congratulations to Mina because it took her all the way up till last, whenever it was. In fact, no, it was earlier this week. It took us. It took her the best part of about nine months before she finally heard Friday by Rebecca Black. So you know, well done, well done. It's Just Friday, Friday. Gotta love pity on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Resident SD mentions she's a cle- evil but clever woman. <laughs> Evil's right. Forcing me to do all the washing up. Damn you! I shake uh, my fist in your general direction. Stop your moaning. So how are you all doing? Um, this show is meant to be running 9 till 11, but as I'm sure you probably realised, we might overrun just a lot. Um, no idea you know, why. Oh, possibly, it, it could be because we just talk crap. No, we don't talk crap. What yes, we, we talk do. about is good. What other people perceive what we talk about is something completely different. <laughs> Uh, I've just I've just had someone tweet on Twitter who's ready for 2018. Mm, bit early, bit early. There's also a hashtag going uh, with team staying in, uh, which uh, Jenny Tablina started using. I like um, that. Well, since I'm here, I guess I'm staying in. Besides, who yeah, would want to I'm... brave the outside? Are you insane? There's noise out there and cold. It's noise and cold and drunk people and fireworks. And to be quite fair, fireworks are always nice to look at inside when you're stood in front of a radiator, because at least you're warm. Mina's listening to another hour of Aerosmith. You wanted it! I'm so tempted to to, to, uh, to download Friday by Rebecca Black and stealth it into the show so that she's like... She, so that she she uh, she catches it. She's like, "Why are you doing this to me?" 
Anyway, we started the show with uh, Bentley Jones and so much more, and then followed it on with Sonic Heroes and We Can, because I was uh, listening to the History of Sonic Music soundtrack earlier, and it was on it. And it's actually a very strange soundtrack, might I add, because I was kind of hoping that for some of the tracks they've used the Sonic Generations remixes, like um, the Game Boy Advance ones, and they really don't. So it's like, all of a sudden, you're listening to um, That's The Way I Like It from Sonic Adventure 2. And when I told Mina, when I told Mina the title, she instantly went, aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. So, no, I don't think that that's song would be That's the way she game. likes it. Yeah, well, apparently. Um, and, then it, and then it goes on to Neo Green Hill from Sonic Advance. And have you ever, has anybody ever tried to listen to a Game Boy Advance song in stereo? Like, M- mate, with, with speakers? Mate, I've, I've played Sonic Generations, and there are some people that were playing it and decided to put on the advanced tracks. It was awful. You should never yeah, ever have listened to ev- anything chip tuny like that on a big screen ever again. No, no, no. But you see, the the thing is, the thing is, is it's like um, the thing is, is, is in Sonic Generations they at least tried to remix it and give it like a proper drum beat. Whereas this is like just. I, mean, I suppose Neo Green Hill and Leaf Forest weren't bad. It's when it got to Sonic stage from Sonic Battle. That is. <laughs> it's a bit like, Clearly, mm. clearly, your better half only listens when I'm on. <laughs> well, no, she, she, she's listened to me a couple of times. I think she just can't be doing with my whining most of the day. Oh, you don't whine. You just have a perspective on things which make people think you're whining. Yeah. Yeah. That did. That didn't come out how I was thinking it no. was meant to. Well, we, we're talking, um, in the IRC, we're talking about, like, the Saturday Night Sega moments of 2011. There's going to be quite a bit of this. We might uh, try and discuss our favourite moments and see what we can remember. Uh, we're also going to be playing, we were going to be playing the final listings of the Radio Sega Song of 2011. The uh, the nominees, of course, we'll run through those pretty quickly. Uh, we had Transmutator and Believe in Myself, which was from the Radio Sega set of Summer Sonic 2011. Uh, we had UG and Melodic Trance, which was from the... Club Sega um, DJ set at the London Gaming Con. If you've not listened to that yet, go download it. It's amazing. Uh, Beat Drop and Overflow from Radio Sega's 24-hour Sega Fun. Sonic Generations and the classic version of Escape from the City uh, to celebrate the release of Sonic Generations. Um, Nights uh, Lucid Dreaming and the Nemesis Schema. If I need to tell you why we put that in, then you know there's no hope for any of us. Uh, then we had uh, Moresto <laughs> and the um, the Hatsune Miku dubstep remix of World Is Mine from the. Project 24 show of Saturday Night Sega. Um, it's actually very good. You know, I'm I'm, I'm always going to hate Hatsune Miku from now to the end of time, but that is a very well done remix. Uh, Hogtide from the Sound of Speed. Again, if I have to tell you why we're using this, then there's no hope for anyone. Uh, we played the Mantle from Knights for Knights's 15th anniversary. Uh, Sonic Rush, Sonic Rush rather, uh, Metal Scratch in parts one and two, and that was from the Sega Ages Project 24. Uh, show, which if you've not listened to that, go download it because it's um, it's an hour of Eggman boss themes, which, funnily enough, sounds pretty similar to something I did back in June. More on that later. Um, and then to celebrate Sonic's 20th anniversary, I really couldn't decide what track to play from the original Sonic the Hedgehog uh, soundtrack, so I just decided to play all of them and uh, put the credits theme in. Of the ten tracks there, only four of them have been voted on, and... One of them we're going to actually have to decide a, tra- a final tra- position based on a coin toss. 
But uh, because there's four that have been voted on, we may as well play all four of them. Because uh, two of them are joint third anyway. We just want to figure out which one would actually be considered the fourth place. Of, um, well, to be fair, I haven't voted yet, so you just ask me. Well, I've well, I've, I've closed the vote, but I suppose um, if you want to, to give it a muse uh, during the during the next music break, we'll I'll tell you what the two tracks are. We'll make a decision, and then we know what our top three are. But seeing as there's been four that have been voted on, we'll play those four anyway, because you know why not? I've got plenty of time. Um, so yeah, Silver Sonic says I will. He will murder me if um, if I play Friday by Rebecca Black, which is actually very tempting because I'd, I'd quite I'd quite like to see that. To be quite honest, <laughs> it's like. Perhaps he just doesn't realise that he has to get down on Friday and that everybody is waiting for the weekend. 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 Front seat or back seat? Which seat will you take? Because, you know, that's quite important if you're if you're going to... Um, if you're going it's to it's, quite, it's quite important if you're a, a teenager that gets pushed into something by, you know, your parents who clearly have more money than sense. Yeah, yeah. Resident Evil says, why not call it Joint Third? Well, yeah, just put it Joint Third. Because there um, has to be winners and there has to be losers. Yeah, there <laughs> does. Um, yeah, no, you know, you, you've got to wake up in the morning, you've got to have your cereal, you've got to get your bowl. Bowl. In fact, when it comes to Rebecca Black and Friday, I think the best, the best moment of the year has got to be when Mr. Jocelyn, about a week after Friday came out, decided to spend about six hours tweeting the lyrics funny. that was one funny line as all hell <laughs> I'm not sure how many followers he lost in the end due to that I have no idea no idea at all but it was hilarious I uh, I, I have to uh, I have to admit it was funny funny to watch Pyrus 55 is like do it do it <laughs> oh. I'm tempted I really am tempted in fact you know why not because it, 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 it can't hurt and I've got I've got somebody saying do it, so I'm going to. I'm going to download Rebecca Black and I'm going to play it. And if you don't like it, then tough. You'll have to tune out for about four hours, won't you? Well, not not quite four hours, but you know. I'm going to say four hours. I wasn't told about this. <laughs> the best thing is, is I don't have my speakers turned on, so I don't have to listen to it. Ha <laughs> ha. So it's a bit like that Nyan Cat rubbish. You forced me to listen to that after I'd avoided it, and then I couldn't fucking avoid it anymore. No, no, you couldn't. It was your fault. You realise that? Hang on, hang on. Yeah? Whoa, whoa, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hello. Right. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can yes, see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're all Hi. I've ever wanted. Now my arms are open you wide. I'm, I'm here trying to have a discussion with Mother because she's like, I'm going out to get pissed now, in no uncertain terms. Not not quite the getting pissed bit because she doesn't drink, but yeah, it's like... I don't know. Confusing me! Um, so, yes. <clears throat> We're downloading Rebecca Black. This is, this is happening, people. If you don't like it, I don't care. It's happening. It's four minutes better, of your life you'll never way get back. Ru- what better way to ring in the new year than listen to Rebecca Black? Resident <laughs> <laughs> SD goes, what day comes after today? What day? Sunday comes after Saturday. Radio Sega world premiere of Rebecca Black. Fuck yes. 
And yes, this is totally getting an explicit tag, and I don't care. Uh, anyway, yeah, we're going to be playing. Um, we're going to be playing a couple of music tracks uh, in a, in a couple of moments for you to to get ready and prep yourself. Um, because apparently I was going to be doing a best of 2011 show, uh, and I supposedly did it last week according to Forever Sonic, which is a blatant lie because I didn't. I feel I should probably do one this week to make up for it. So I'm going to be playing music from the very few 2011 soundtracks I actually own, which is generally Sonic Generations and uh, Yakuza Dead Souls. <laughs> um, and I think that... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I kill you until you are dead. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so we're going to try and play music that's from 2011. It won't last long, though, because I've basically just got Sonic Generations, Sonic Generations, or Yakuza of the End. Well, that's about it. Um, uh, well, well, there's always ways around that. Is there? Really? How? Yeah. I, I would actually turn around and say you can play the, the best songs that you prefer from that you know that you've played during 2011 but then that's like the same music that everybody requests every week and we all like it because we all have to listen to it yeah we'll see what we can do anyway we're going to have two songs here um, and then the last song is going to be the song which um, which Mr. Phoenix has not voted for which means it will be in fourth because you know joint thirds fun and all but as as we've already stated there has to be winners and there has to be losers it's the way the world works
Night Sega with Gavi only on Radio Sega.
Okay, so that was uh, the track that we denoted was fourth in the uh, in the Radio Sega song of 2011. That was Yuji and Melodic Trance. Um, it's it's you know it's a shame more people didn't vote for that because it is an actual quality track. And as I said last week, um, having that blaring out of some speaker stacks was just amazing, and I, I really enjoyed playing it during the uh, the Club Sega. Um, set at London Gaming Con. Uh, before that we had the 3DS version of Sonic Generations and Radical Highway, the modern remix. A lot of people seem to hate it, but I like it, so shame on you. And then Skies of Arcadia and the Great Silver Shrine before that, because I adore that track to death, like. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about Saturday Night Sega and what this past year's been like, because it's been quite a big one, really, in that, you know, we've done quite, we've done a lot more than normal. Um, we haven't really uh, focused a lot on like the special shows where you couldn't um, you couldn't request music. We we, we tried to go something bigger. Uh, so to to kind of go just by what M M twenty suggested, and then we'll go we'll go a little bit further on from there. Uh, obviously we we had a last week we had a world premiere song from Mr. Streams Act Three, but bit like uh, a bloke who suffers from, from premature everything, um, he decided to jump the gun and tweet the actual album release before I'd even played his track, when I thought he was going to play the track first, but that was just a bit lol. Um, we had obviously the, uh, we had listening parties for Overclock Remix album Sound of Speed and Night's Lucid Dreaming, which actually, uh, the Night's Lucid Dreaming one did bring up... Um, did bring, I believe, Lion Tamer and, uh, and and Level 99 into the Radio Sega IRC to just kind of tweet and take the piss out of each other, which was amusing. Um, we celebrated... I actually completely forgot about this until it was mentioned, so thanks M20 for this. We celebrated Sonic's 20th anniversary by celebrating Eggman's 20th uh, birthday instead, because, you know, nobody seemed to be going, Oh, it's Eggman's birthday too! Everyone's like, Oh, Sonic! Oh, Sonic! Sonic! But, um, to be no, fair... Eggman is... To be fair... Yeah. Half of them were going. Oh, it's Shadow's tenth, fifteenth. It's Shadow's tenth. It's Shadow's tenth birthday. It was also Silver's fifth. Don't forget Silver. <laughs> oh yes, who could forget Silver? Well, no, it's also. But then it was also like you know. We, I think on Radio Sega we were actually taking the piss about this, and it was like it was also Rouge's tenth birthday. You know, Blaze the Cat has <laughs> been at least over. <laughs> it was Maria's tenth. It was Gerald Robotnik's tenth. Well, Maria's only ever been in two games. I don't really think we can count her. Uh, wasn't she in Sonic Battle as well? Or at no, least Maria mentioned. wasn't. She might have been mentioned. I don't think she was in it. I can only I can only think of um, Adventure Two and, and Shadow. Um, we did the first ever Sega-thon, Yes, I remember that. I don't think my sleeping pattern has been back uh, to normal since that. Actually, was I. Well, no, I just, it's just that I find myself staying up later and later because I know I can do it. It's like yesterday, for example, I decided to stay up until 4am just laying in bed doing nothing. But uh, yeah, no, we did that. We raised £632, if you can't remember, or it was over 700 quid if you include gift aid. Uh, and of course, yeah, we did have our special episodes like the Radio Sega Summer Soundtrack and Club Sega, which wasn't quite a Saturday Night Sega episode, but there you go. Um, to be more specific, we also took part in um, Sega Sonic Radio's Project 24, you know, as a separate entity this time. 
Uh, we celebrated Sonic Generations by having two different TV shows. Um, one uh, TV shows, two different radio shows, should I say? Uh, one for obviously the console version, and then one for the 3DS version. And I actually had a complaint from from Kaito, who said that we shouldn't be doing this for every game that ever comes out ever uh, for say for Sega games. And it was like, seriously, uh, do you know how hard it is to get hold of soundtracks? You know. I can't find the Renegade Ops soundtrack, and that has been out on Xbox Live Arcade for at least four months now. You know, I can't. I could probably go on Radio Nintendo and get uh, Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympics and Super Monkey Ball 3D, but that would pretty much be the boundaries of what we've got. So you know, there was a lot of soundtracks that we just couldn't get hold of this year. It's maybe I don't know where I'm looking, but. And, and there's also a lot of stuff that it's like, let's celebrate the music of Rise of Nightmares. Uh, let's not. That game was awful. Precisely. Well, actually, I don't. I don't mind the game, but the music. Like, let's let's play the music of Rise of Nightmares. It would be similar to saying, let's play the music of Condemned. It's all literally about a minute long and loops. <laughs> yeah. We also had like uh, M20 says we also had the first ever, and I'd like to point out the last ever here: Sega versus Nintendo game show. Because you know it was an excellent idea in theory, but let's be quite honest, um, it was uh, also a very bad idea in theory because Wikipedia got butchered that night. We um, we, d we don't um, talk about this because no. it was horrible for all involved. It was it was actually horrendous. It's a sh it's a show that. I've, I've probably mentioned before, and I'm being honest here, it's a show that I seriously, seriously considered not putting up as a podcast. It was it was going to get deleted and forgotten about. And if I was going to do that with a show, you know, considering some of the abortions that I've put out over the last 18 months, you kind of know how bad it was. Um, and we also had Resident SD take over the reins for a special Saturday Night Sega Live while I was off sunning myself and getting engaged. Ah. Resident SD says it was Tails' 19th birthday. Oh, we forgot about that! Not on the Summer of Eggman, it wasn't. Evening of Eggman. No. But surely it would, uh, Tails' 19th would have been... Last month? Yeah. But then it would be Metal Sonic's 18th, which is a much more superior thing. Metal Sonic over furry, two-tailed fox boy. Omega Sonic saying, hey, there was no cheating that day. No, and I'm the queen. <coughs> right, we're moving on. Uh, Resident SD says, uh, don't, see so don't see the problem in celebrating something as special as a Sonic 20th anniversary game. Nor do I, but some people do. And unfortunately, they're staff members that I can't get rid of. It's like a nasty rush, you just can't get rid of it, and even the ointment doesn't work. Um, and yes, we did do a similar show for Sonic 4 last year in the uh, Sonic Jukebox show that Resident SD presented. He's, he's retired from DJing, you see, but he still does the occasional show that is still occasionally awesome. Um, he, he's yeah, like one of the he's like one of those vintage wrestlers in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? He's like he'll yeah, get he inducted, yeah. and then he'll come back for the odd match. Yeah, he will. And when he comes back, everyone's like, "Yes!" Resident yes! <laughs> SD says, "Don't bury the lead talking about you getting engaged." I did Saturday night. Yeah, Resident SD did do Saturday night Sega. It was it was apparently so I'm told awesome, and it's still consistently. One of the um, one of the, the most uh, the most downloaded Saturday Night Sega podcasts um, on Sega Media. <laughs> Resident SD says you're the boss; you can get rid of stuff. I can, and then Forever Sonic reinstates him because he doesn't understand. He just doesn't get it. <laughs> oh, so that, you know, if you're going to personally attack 
if, 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 you're, if you're going to personally attack the owner of a website, you, you deserve to be get you to get demoted, and then he just gets promoted again because nobody sees what the problem is. But, no, we're not calling vintage isn't old. Vintage is well, I suppose. I suppose <laughs> <laughs> you're like a fine wine, dear boy. Yeah, you're like a fine wine. You uh, you know, you, you take a small sip and it's enough to savour the flavour, and then you put it back and let it uh, let it age for another couple of years. And when you, and when you bring it back, it's even better. It's even better the next time. I'm, I'm going to stop digging a hole here. I really am. Um, we do have a very special. Um, we do have a very special night's track coming up later. A lot of people in the ILC seem to know what it is. In fact, actually, uh, how, much, how long have I got on this this track? I've got three minutes. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end up procrastinating. I'll get another track in, and then we'll uh, we'll play it now. Get it out of the way because. Knowing me, I, I won't do it. And the, la the last time I remember saying, I'm going to play this, I never did. And it's bad. And I hate myself for doing it. I really do. It's like, I really, really want to play it. And it just doesn't happen. Anyway. Wrapped in black for some reason. I'll, I'll request, I'll put it in the I'll put it in the track listing later. Not that, not that you're okay. going to listen to it, because it just gives you an excuse to download. <laughs> no, you, it, it'll just give you a, it'll just give you a listen. It'll just give you an excuse to download the podcast and listen to Friday, really, because that's all it. You, that's you all do, anyone wants from this podcast. Oh yeah, that's all anybody wants to do is just listen to Friday on repeat. Mate, I don't listen to podcasts that I'm in because my voice is horrible. Do you know what? I actually, when I, uh, true story here, when I when I started Saturday Night Sega back in March of 2000 and last year, um, I actually. Listen, I used to download the podcast and put them on my iPod and when I was going down to London to listen to, uh, to, to listen to Mina well I suppose that's true when I was going down to visit her when I went down to, to visit um, visit Mina I used to listen to, to myself on the train and the idea was right and I'm, I'm not being like oh you know I'm so up myself I listen to myself Ooh-rah! you know it was um, I listened to the show because I wanted to I wanted to hear what the listeners heard, um, and <laughs> what cat? Uh, and I, I, I just basically wanted to improve. And now I just don't care. To be quite fair, you know, you can you can listen to whatever you want. I do like uh, Omega Sonic going not British Gavi again, and Resident SD responds with Gavi is kind of British by design. Funny that. Anyway, moving swiftly onwards, because I'm just going to run out of time and that's awful. Uh, you might remember a few years back on the Wii, there was a game that came out that I've only ever played twice called Night's Journey of Dreams. Saying that, it's probably two times more than Forever Sonic's ever played it, because we know that for a uh, for a Sonic fan and a Sega fan, Forever Sonic actually plays Booker All, and I still to this day don't quite understand why he's got a Dreamcast. Anyway, you might remember Journey of Dreams had a song called Dreams Dreams on it, which is funny. And it had a Sweet Snow version, which is amazing, and um, typically one of the best winter music tracks that Sega have ever created. And, you know, you'd, you'd listen to it over and over and over and over again. Um, <laughs> As uh, Trippy herself would attest to. She would. But then but then the thing, with, the thing with Trippy is all you need to do is say nights, and I think she degenerates into mush. To be quite fair. It makes me oh, wonder why... I'll remember that next time I see her and go, Nights! Nights! <laughs> yeah. it actually, I, I actually fear for what would happen at Sega if they ever said, um, we're going to do a Nights port and we would like you to QA it. I I, I don't know if she, she would melt into, into a puddle of goo. 
I don't even think she'd do that. I think she'd melt and then evaporate. <laughs> it's just I, I. The day that she'd come over and go, oh my blah, 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 work is awesome. You just go, night's port, and I'm like, I can't say anything. You've already said too much, dear. You've already said too much. Anyway, the the, the song "Dreams Dreams" the Sweet Snow remix was um, actually recorded by the original female vocal. Uh, who, or the original female, who who actually sang the song as a child. You know, that children's version that everyone hates. Ironically, you happen to like the adult. Uh, you happen to like the same uh, singer when she's an adult. Anyway, um, I don't really know who contacted who uh, to do this, but the original male vocal uh, vocalist, who was also the other half of that absolutely atrocious child song, um, he ends up collaborating, or rather recording over the top of, I'm not really quite sure which. Uh, he collaborated with the female vocalist, and they decided to re-record Dreams Dreams Sweet Snow as the um, uh, together as adults. And even on nightsintodreams.com it does say, This is a fan-made song, edit or tribute, not created for profit, and not endorsed by Sega in any way. So... Not uh, not too sure. As I say, I'm not too sure what happened here. Um, who uh, you know who contacted who to, to figure that out? But nevertheless, we've we've got the I've downloaded the track and I thought we'd give it an airing on um, on Radio Sega tonight. So you know to see what people thought of it. I still haven't listened to this yet. I really should do, or I'll get shot. I imagine. Yeah, well, I, I've not heard it either. As I say, I, I only downloaded it about an hour ago. So, uh, so yeah, it's 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 Cameron Earl Strofer and Jasmine Ann Al- uh, Allen, and uh, Dreams Dreams Sweet Snow, which is being called the um, night's fifteenth anniversary duet mix. And, and as I say, you know, for everybody who hated the children's version, this is probably going to be one of the most epic trolls ever known to man, because I can guarantee you that. Uh, five and a half minutes later, after you've heard it, everyone's going to be in raptures and declaring it the best version of Dreams Dreams ever. Which means it's quite funny what 15 years can do to a child. Or to be fair, it wasn't that bad to begin with. I really don't understand people's problem with it. The children's version is awful. It's, it's really, not that really bad. bad. It is. It's anyway, still a it's, good it's, song, regardless of who well, sings it. <laughs> it's coming on now, so we'll stop talking over the top of it and let you enjoy it. Oh 
Right, okay, we are back, and uh, we've finished that batch of three tracks with the song that finished third in the uh, song of 2011, and that was Beat Drop and Overflow. Um, another quality tune. I've played that an awful lot this year, actually, since the um, well, since the Saturday Night Sega remixed um, show of 2010. We've been playing that an awful amount, and that finished third. Uh, before that, Sakura Wars 2 and The Dream Continues, which was on during one of my treks to work earlier this week because I didn't charge the iPod up. And the, the, I'm not really one for listening to Japanese music, but it really kind of got to me because it's just it's the um, it's just the music sounds really upbeat and and jazzy, and I thought I'd play it for you. It's the only the only song that really caught my attention while I was walking to work. To be quite fair. And before that, um, Dreams, Dreams, Sweet Snow, Dream, uh, Night's 15th Anniversary Edition. To be quite fair, um, a lot of people in the, well, some people in the IRC not really um, impressed by it. Resident SD said it was um, it was cool for an anniversary present, but it doesn't sound right. It sounds like it's trying to force a harmony on the original vocal, which confirms the fact that it is just the bloke singing over the top of the original song, uh, saying it doesn't sound um, doesn't sound natural. Um, Pyrus55 says the male part doesn't sound right. Uh, there's a bit of an echo, but you know, I think I'm not too sure if anyone's. You know, impression seems to be a bit iffy. At the end of the day, um, just like the kids' version, if you like it, you like it, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. Every, oh yeah, everything's no, not good. Everything isn't gonna. Um, no. Oh, sod it, it's got an explicit tag. I can swear anyway, it comes naturally. Everything. <laughs> Everything's not going to come naturally to every pop, every bloody person, you know. Not everybody's going to like everything. Oh no, no, definitely, definitely. I mean, I just say, you know, I can't, I can't voice an opinion because I've not heard it yet. But yes, um, so yeah. Silver Sonic was asking if his request was was in. There's still an hour to go, so plenty of time yet. Um, in fact, the next two, the next music break we take, I might get those in actually. Uh, on Twitter, it, it, I, I suppose it depends if anybody's requested res. Because if they have, then no. No, nobody's requested res. Res is is a good track to be playing every now and then, but it's just the sheer length of the music. I, my uh, problem with it is, is that it seems to get requested an awful lot, and I really do not see the what people like about it. I quite like the soundtrack, but I can see the point. I can see the point. It's, sometimes it's if it's if it's from the gamer's guide to Res soundtrack, I don't like it. I'd much prefer the game rip. Uh, the game rip. So, mm. but um, yeah, I mean, on Twitter uh, during the last music break, I decided to try and pose a question to see what uh, what kind of response we'd get. And I asked people, and I don't know if the IRC noticed this, and if not, then we're going to mention it. To uh, to see to see what people say, um, I'd asked what your favourite Sega moment of the last year was that wasn't Sonic Generations related, and I instantly got one back from uh, from Rechnock, being Rechnock basically going, uh, what else did Sega do this year? And I, I couldn't really fit it all into 140 characters, but in case you're wondering, um, they brought out Super Monkey Ball 3D on the 3DS. They also um, they also brought out uh, Yakuza Renegade 4 in Ops. the West. Yeah, they did Renegade Ops. They did. Um, they. <coughs> um, 
They did Sonic CD on on Xbox Live Arcade and etc. They've also had um, Yakuza of the End released in Japan. There was the Fancy Star Online 2 trailer. There was some of Sonic 2011 and Sonic Boom 2011 for those who actually care enough to pay attention. You know, there was actually, if you think about it, there's an awful lot that, that happened um, that wasn't Generations related. It's just, if I'd have said, what was your favourite Sega moment that wasn't Sonic's 20th anniversary related, then yeah, I could probably see the point and everyone would be hor- horribly confused and wouldn't know what they were doing. Yeah, but let's be fair, I mean, that's the biggest thing that they've been gearing up for this year. It's the same thing that Nintendo have done for, what, the last two years? Last year was Mario and this year it was Zelda. Yes, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Next year will be interesting because there's no big anniversary to build up to. Exactly. Well, no. What? Well, the next. Uh, what they're doing next year is uh, was it? Um, they'll all be built. Nintendo, I presume, will be building up for the Wii U sales at the end of the year, won't they? So they will. They will. I'm not quite sure what Sega would do though. They'll probably have a little push for uh, Mario and Sonic on 3DS, uh, with it being the Olympic year. There's also probably the Olympic game that will come out and it will be awful. Um, I don't really know what else they'll be doing though. I'm sure we'll find out at some point. There's about to be. Oh, there's Sonic 4 Episode 2. Of course there are. Sonic 4 Episode 2, everyone. Let's talk about Sonic 4 Episode 2. And. Can, can, we, can we not say we did? Well. Can we, can we do it for like literally two minutes and just go the Sonic 4 Episode 2 trailer? What did it tell us that we didn't already know apart from Tails? And also, if we were to consider what was said about Episode 1 applying to the rest of the game, wasn't Sonic 4 only meant to have Sonic in it and nobody else? So, where has Tails come from? Uh, they haven't said he's playable yet, have they? Um, I think rumours are suggesting he won't be. There's there's an article that's going around. I noticed it on uh, on on Sonic Stadium um, that apparently there's going to be no multiplayer or co-op, which would mean that even you can't even have two player with one person playing as Tails, yeah, and killing him, which is a bit odd. I, well, not really. I imagine he'll be. I, I imagine he'll be there more for. Um if they do the same world map shenanigan thing again, then I imagine it'll be more interactability instead of just stuff. And I imagine it'll probably be more story-driven. If they're well, I don't know. If they're keeping it, um, if they're keeping it like the Genesis, there won't be any vocal or written story. But I have a feeling it's, it's tending more towards the. Uh, the whole advanced series where there will at least be something written on the screen if they, especially if they're putting Tails in yeah makes sense I mean I um, I like the idea with the whole fact that they're saying they've revamped the graphics and the physics engine and I know Sonic Rex did a bingo on this and I know we're probably stating what everyone else already knows I would be horribly surprised in a bad way if Sonic 4 Episode 2 is not running on the retro engine because I think with when you look at when you look at Sonic CD and how well that has been ported across no you know, sorry and how well we will not we will not talk about that at all well no 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 well no I'm just saying with with the actual the, the, the way the game looks and plays it's it's gone you know better than it it's, it's the best port that they've done by far 
All I'm saying is, is that the actual engine that's working behind it, I wouldn't be surprised if that's now being used as a backbone for all future 2D releases. It probably would be, especially, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they go back and then re-release the rest of the Genesis series on that engine. Um, I wouldn't want them to do it, but I, I, could, I could see it happening, definitely. Look, look at it this way. If it's been as well received as you're saying it has been, it will, it will give Sega A the chance to re-release the Sonic Genesis collection again with a working fucking port system this time. You know, it's, yeah, it's a reason to redo it, and they probably will do it. They'll probably, in fact, what they probably will do is they'll wait for the next console series and then they'll go, here is your Sonic Genesis collection once again, but we've redone the engine and it's working on the retro engine. I I would actually, I reckon it's not even going to be the next console generation. I wouldn't be, well, I say next, depends what you say next console generation actually is. I, I would expect to see it on the Wii U, to be fair. Depends how well the Wii U is received, remember? Especially if they're not even going to go to the lengths of putting Sonic 4 Episode 2 on the Wii. That is understandable, though. I mean, I you know a lot. I know a lot of people are, are kind of raging about that, but you have to consider that um, the video game industry is a sales industry, not a fan industry. Do you know why um, it didn't sell that well on the Wii? Because it was shit. No, it's because when you actually work out the the monetary breakdown between your iPad devices. Uh, your Xbox Live and your PSN. It was more expensive to get it on the Wii than any other console. Mm, yeah. How how much? It was eighteen hundred points on the Wii uh, Virtual Console, I believe, or wherever it was. That and considering it's like a hundred point is a pound. That's eighteen pounds for Sonic Four. Mm. It wasn't. It was what twelve hundred points on XB, uh, XBLA. It was, and I think I, uh, going back to Sonic CD, I'd like to think that Son- that Sega now know how to price a game. So I would wholly expect Sonic. If if, if they're going to do four point two at twelve hundred points, it needs to be longer. Otherwise, it needs to be eight hundred points because twelve hundred is too expensive. And yes, I I will pay that. Sonic Four should have been four hundred points, just like CD. But then they wouldn't have made any money on it, and no. they're trying. Yeah, this is the same argument I think I raised uh, a couple of months ago when I was last on here as well. Is that if you look at every Sega Steam game of the retro variety on yeah. Steam, obviously everything on there is like ninety nine pence or one ninety nine, except for anything with the word Sonic in the title, which is at least yeah. double. Yeah, I think we discussed this during Segafon, didn't we? This is what we talking Yeah, about. I think I, I think I raised it, but it's the fact that they are milking the franchise for what it's worth because they know they've got the fan base that will support it. Yeah. And I mean, Nintendo. Nintendo, I think, did one that was really badly when they did the um, when they re-released All Stars, uh, Nintendo All Stars, the thing they had and chocolates, and um, uh, because that Ooh, was, segue, it was a real, really, really bad version. Of it was just a straight port, and they charged wholesale price for it as well. It was really, really bad. What? Uh, yeah. Ooh, honey flavored camera. I um. I think 
when you look at, I mean, looking at Sonic CD, I think Sega have got the prices right for their respective formats. And it was, it's, it's the only instance where I can actually think of that they got it right. 400 points is a quality price for Xbox Live Arcade. It was, I would, considering... Yeah. If you look at the content of what it has, and considering that if you're actually going to 100% the game and get all the unlockables, 400% kind of undervalues it. I would have I expected, I think a lot of other people were expecting it to come out of at least 800 points. Now, that I would have thought for the content of that game of Sonic CD and everything in it is worth it. I mean, if you're playing it from the point of only doing one playthrough, yeah, 400 points is not—it's not really a lot. 400 points isn't a lot to anybody. My God, you could no. get a fucking a small child with the bloody uh, pocket money. 400 points is not a lot at all. I mean, I'm not even at sure the what. Time, the, I'm not sure what the monetary out, value. It works out to, under a fiver. It works out under a fiver. Under a yeah. fiver. My God, I've still got my Mega CD sitting right in front of me with my Mega CD version of Sonic CD and that cost more than a fiver and it's got vocals for the two songs which aren't in the fucking poor girl yes that I don't Grr. understand they oh, say mate. it's licensing issues mate. they say no, it's it, licensing it issues yeah it's licensing issues because look at this 20th anniversary CD which has both the vocal songs on there Look at True Blue, which has Cosmic Eternity on there as a vocal track. It's not a licensing issue. It's uh, uh, from the, what I've been told, or what I've been alluded to, is that the SOA bent their backs over to get this American soundtrack in, but then they couldn't be bothered to get the license, the proper licensing from SOJ to put the Japanese and EU soundtrack in because of the amount of outcry that the Americans and everybody that prefers the American soundtrack wanted. Mm. It's just, it feels like it's like uh, the Americans are listening to the community more than anyone else, which is what, again, a few other people have been telling me before. But, yes. Uh, irks me. No, that's, definitely, I, that's, that's definitely true. I, I sat mean, there. It's just, I had uh, Andy, tall guy, round when Sonic yeah. CD came out. I was like, I downloaded it. It was like, he was playing it. I was out the room when the opening video came on, so I didn't even hear it. And I was like, because he, he finished it. He sat. He's never played it before. He sat there and he finished it in one playthrough. I was like, yeah, well done, good on you. And then I was like, yeah, now you can listen to the best fucking ending track for any Sonic game ever. And then it had no vocals. And I was like, what the actual fuck, Sega? What the actual fuck? I don't care. It doesn't got sound it. right. It, it, it doesn't, it, sound, it doesn't right. sound right at all. It's like. I can't even sing the lyrics on top of this because it sounds off putting and oh, I don't I don't even understand what everybody likes about Sonic Boom yes let's take a song and repeat two words for the majority of the song Sonic Boom Sonic Boom Sonic Boom I have to actually admit Sonic Boom I, I do like Sonic You Can Do Anything better than Sonic Boom but the closing theme of Sonic Boom is actually pretty good because it's all nice and it's slowed down it it segues into this really slow uh, melodic part, and I don't understand it. It, it. it doesn't feel right in the song itself. Yeah, I, I quite like it, but um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't like. I think that's probably the only bit that feels cheap about Sonic CD. But I mean, as we've got in the IRC, um, Omega Sonic's mentioned that 400 points works out at three pound fifty. 
Um, Resident Steve mentioned that I don't know if it's the same price now. On Android, it was only one pound forty-nine. Uh, I haven't even had a look at the iOS version. Let's have a quick look at that. Let's sign up on iTunes. The, the iOS iOS version was on sale. I don't know if it still is. Well, give me two seconds for iTunes to load, and I'll actually have a look. Yeah, I know. In American but, terms, it was like one ninety-nine for the for, for a limited period. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. I feel really cheap that I didn't get it at that point then. But yeah, the thing, well, I think the it's thing only gone up to two ninety-nine. Well, the thing that's really put me off buying the iOS version now is the fact that it doesn't have the vocal Japanese tracks in there. Mm. I'm so, I'm sorry. Yeah. It sounds really cheap. It sounds really fanboyish. But Cosmic Eternity, Believe in Yourself, was the one song that got me through a lot of issues through school. And that song actually, you could probably put that song down to part of the person I am today. And it really annoys me that they do that. Yeah, I mean we've got um, we've got Silver Sonic here showing that he's just never really um, appreciated music uh, by saying that um, the male vocalist in, uh, in in you can do anything annoys him. Fair enough. The male vocalist in that song is there to counterbalance and add a yeah. bit of depth. Um, so. Resident SD mentions that it was £1.99 on iOS, uh, but whether it is still that price, we don't know. I'm waiting for the store to load. It's obviously <laughs> obviously being rammed by all these Happy New Year rubbish. Oh, God. I don't think he's confirming it is still £1.99. Oh, that's all right, then. That's not too bad. £1.99, it's... um. I think that still makes it cheaper than Sonic Spinball, actually, <laughs> which is a bit silly. Ah, no, Omega Sonic's raised a good point. Um, I, I remember about this. I'm not sure if this is the complete reason, but Omega Sonic has mentioned that the male vocalist died in 2009, and he owned the lyrics to "You Can Do Anything" and "Cosmic Eternity." Yes, um, but again, yeah. the 20th anniversary no, of the yes, Sonic yes, CD yes, soundtrack yes, 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 was released yes, yes, at the yes, same yes, time. Yes, 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 yes. I'm aware of this, but you have you have different licensing, don't you, for different reasons? Because it's like I remember a point that was made. Where if you're gonna put if they want if Sega wanted to put Green Hill in a game, they had to they had to have a license for it. But you can publish it on CD because you're paying royalties to to the original artist. I think that's the difference. If you have it on a CD, you're paying royalties to the person who owns the track. Whereas if you if you're gonna put it in a game, because there's no loyalties to pay, you have to have the license. So. Because I've the never vocalist... heard of that before ever. Well, I was, I, I was only, only impressed if that somebody's item was used in whatever product, be it CD, be it digital, digital fucking thing, or be it a game. You're still paying royalties, whatever. You can't turn around I'm... and say to me that um, all the songs that were created for Sonic 06, no, there were no royalties at all that went to any of those bands at all, off any of the sale of that. You can't tell me that. Um, off the game, no, because I think they will have already been paid for recording the track. Off of soundtracks, they'd get royalties, I'm sure. This is, I mean, this is only a theory. I, I cannot for the life of me remember where I read it, but I have actually read that. That I, I can't remember, in fact, actually, during the next music break, I'll try and hunt it down. I have a feeling it was, it was either, it was Sonic Stadium. I'm sure it was, because they ran an, they did run a story about how, um, how it didn't have the... The music in, and I will, I will try and find it. 
I will try and find it because I I need to know now. But I could have sworn it's because they can't get the the, the rights to the music for. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's the that's the reason I was told on Twitter is that the guy had died and they couldn't get the rights. But yeah. uh, it's still... I, I still don't understand the difference because if he had actually died, then the rights would have gone to Next of Kin or whichever uh, company at the time actually owned the rights. Yes. So they're still out there, it's just that no one was approached for it. Here we are. Vocal rights dropped. Suspected to be the cause. This was November the 16th. Um, ah, it was. It was from actually Christian Whitehead, who was the one who obviously created the retro engine, etc., etc. He posted um, on Sonic Retro saying, "I know it's a bit of a bummer that the vocals had to be left out. Definitely not something due to laziness or something silly." I couldn't tell you the circumstances, but at least from my understanding, there are some rights associated with the lyrics themselves. My guess is that since Casey Rankin is no longer alive, there might be problems negotiating the use of the lyrics outside of Japan. Please don't take this as gospel, though, since I don't work in legal. It would make sense. I mean, the Sonic 20th Anniversary soundtrack that comes on the on Generations Collection Edition would be a bit confusing, but it would make sense for soundtrack CDs because they're only released in... Yeah, but they still have to ask for rights to use it, don't they? This is, yes, this is the if point. If they were asking for rights to use something, especially when they were going to release it at the same time to coincide with the actual digital release of the game, re-release of the game, then why not ask at the same time to be able to use it? This is this is the point I'm trying to make. I can understand that there's legal issues and technicalities and whatever, but the point is is that they've asked to use the rights to put the song onto a soundtrack and they're not asked to put it inside a digital game. This is yeah. what confuses me. They've, they've focused solely on one thing and not worked wholly on everything else. I don't know. <laughs> it, is, it, is a, it is something that's confusing. I will admit it is very, very confusing. But I haven't got a clue. In fact, actually, this could be interesting. Unless this is a worldwide... It could actually be. And now I'm only presuming. And after this point, I will uh, we'll get some music on. I'm on Wikipedia looking at Sonic CD release dates on digital platforms. There is nothing on there suggesting it has come out in Japan. That doesn't sound right to me. They, as I say, you know, I, I obviously can't uh, can't confirm that, uh, confirm or deny that. But so then, I don't know if anyone would be able to take a look. But but then I heard something anything. the other day about uh, what was it? That Sonic CD was a mostly American invention, and that's all Sonic and Sonic Two was the Japan one, or was it the other way around? I can't remember. No, no, it was the other way around. Um, the Japanese Sonic team um, developed Sonic CD. The Americans Yuji Naka went over to America to work with uh, Sonic's team USA to create Sonic 2 and then SOA released Sonic Spinball lol (laughs) (laughs) right then let's get some music on Uh, this is your warning Mina if you're still tuned in Um, Friday is coming up now if you didn't hear that then tough why didn't you just DM the bloody thing nah we'll play at least that way you would have made everybody else suffer (laughs) yeah Uh, nah. 
Well, it's just so they know, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, we'll we'll be back to discuss a little bit more crap. Um, but yeah, it's meh. Sonic CD. I don't know. I don't know. I we, as I say, you know, the, the the fact that the lyrics aren't in sucks, but it it does seem to be a legal issue with regards to outside of Japan. It would make sense. It's confusing, but it would it would make a small amount of sense. Anyway, when we come back, we'll discuss um, something. Uh, we're going to be playing you a little bit of of music which defines 2011, <coughs> and um, we'll also play you what came in second place on the Radio Sega Song of 2011. Yeah. <laughs>
Sega, playing the best Sega music and remixes, only on Radio Sega.
Okay, a little bit of a longer music break there because I needed to get a request in from Sonic Generations that I completely forgot about. That was Phase 1 of Versus Silver, which Silver Sonic apparently likes. Uh, before that, we had um, Sonic the Hedgehog and the credits theme. It confused Mina because she thought that we were finishing 25 minutes early. <laughs> you clearly don't know shows with me and uh, me and Mr. Phoenix, do you? We, we go on forever. <laughs> I mean, There's no I stopping in the bullshit. No, we. I, I remember a show that I started with you back in November, and I remember finishing a day later. It was that long. Uh, yeah. We, 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 <laughs> I didn't. Didn't after the show we actually decide that whenever we do anything together, we have to dominate like a full four hours to it. Yeah, not today though. Not today. If you're going to be doing Sega Fantasy Zone uh, afterwards at midnight, which you should totally listen to, like me. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, we're not going to do it. Uh, then we had Sonic Generations 3DS version and the Big Arms boss theme. Oh, it's amazing. And uh, and yes, um, Bristol Trolliver, who otherwise is known as Sonic Epsilon, who otherwise is known as one of the people who's on Sega Fantasy Zone. Uh, it's like, why couldn't this version be on, gen- on Generations console? Probably because the boss wasn't on Generations console. Yeah, but I, I think, the point, the, think the point of the song is it was a boss theme, not so much the theme of the boss. You know what I mean? Although I mean, to be fair, it was the the last boss music, wasn't it? And I mean, I would understand why it's there for big arms, but still, it would be nice if it was actually in the game as a boss theme. I would have, instead of I would have, um, I would have, uh, I would have, I would have, I would have played it during Green Hill Zone. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, because it would have had to have been unlockable for it, wouldn't it? It'd have to be a yeah, general you- unlockable track. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd have had it. The, the the best, the best, the the best Sonic Generations re- um, mixing tracks with levels is trying to defeat Time Eater with a new venture playing in the background. What? It is so funny because everyone's like, "We're gonna help you," and, it, and all you get is, "Get ready for a new venture!" La 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 la. It's like it's a it's a homing shot. La 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 la. A new venture, la la. It's a laser! Living Christ. But it's funny. It's just so funny to put stuff like that together that doesn't really fit. It's like playing yeah, Death okay. Egg Zone. It's like playing Death Egg Zone during Green Hill Zone. Um, do you want to know how I melted my brain on Generations? Do you really want to know well, how I managed to do it? What's that? When I had this amazing... I thought, okay, I'm really messing up Casino Night uh, completely. Yeah. And then I put on... I know, I'll put some really tripe track on that. I don't listen to that much. I put on um, Reach for the Stars. What gate, What score did oh. I manage to get on the Reach for the Stars playthrough? I got a max score. Oh, my oh. living Christ. I wanted to rip my eardrums out. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I hate Reach for the Stars. I had to listen no, to it. I, I like sound- it as a song. I like it as a song. But when you go to do the max score in Casino Night Zone and you're there for three hours with this, well, not even three hours, it's probably about an hour. About right. an hour of Reach for the I Stars looping over there's only, and there's over. Only, um, there's only two songs that I, that I couldn't do that to. One of them would have been Splash Hill Zone, and the other one would have been Speak With Your Heart, which I'm so glad is not in Generations. <laughs> Don't fall apart, speak with your heart. I didn't mind that, like, to listen to every now and again, but... 
Generation Trust 7. Uh, Casino Night Zone. An hour of reach for the stars. Uh, my brain melted out of my ears. I like I like I like modern uh, I like modern Casino Night, but at the same time I hate it on the 3DS version of Sonic Generations because it does not suit the level at all. What did it you suits, say? Sorry. Um, the the uh, modern um, modern Casino Night Zone. You know the music that's played during the pinball table. It's the same music that's played during modern Sonic on the 3DS version of Generations. I haven't played the 3DS version. Well, actually, I mean, I'm going to be writing a review of 3DS version sometime during the next week. So, you know, expect it in 2013. Um, But, it was like... It's it's a good game. It's not brilliant. It's certainly not as good as the console version. And it's... the, The classic levels themselves are fantastic. But it's almost as if, as soon as you got to Emerald Coast... Dimps forgot how to create a um, how to create a level theme and you know like a, an actual level design and at, at a point it starts becoming hard and it took me so many game overs just to get past Radical Highway because it's so the the, the level design is so bad it's awful and and I at the minute I'm just trying to get past uh, I'm trying to get past the Bio Lizard who's the second boss. Remix of Supporting Me, by the way, is amazing. Outstanding. Um, if I had it to hand, I'd be playing it. It is quality. But the I'm, I'm not looking forward to uh, Water Palace or Tropical Resort. I really am not, because at this point, I think it's clear that Dimps just can't create levels unless they've been created for them. And it's so cheap. You know, it's just... If you were going to... If, if you were going to put... Uh, if you don't use a Sonic Generations analogy, then the console version is definitely the classic one, which will which will get remembered forevermore as being amazing, and the Generations one will be the modern version that will get criticised for being broken. It's just, you know, not necessarily a bad game, but I would not have paid full price for it. Definitely not. I'm I'm glad that I only got it for like 20 quid in the end. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, it's hard. It's hard to describe it because it's. It feels like it's a game that should be able to do so much more than it does. In that, the the level when you're actually choosing a level, you don't browse white space as you as you can in um, in the console version. Instead, it's just a static menu. Right. It's it's you know it's the game can't be that big. I'm I'm fairly sure you could have created a white space level. Um, I suppose it's more about the free roaming assets that it would have to impose. Well, even if it was just Sonic running between static static levels, you know, and you, you, you gave the menu a bit more feeling, you know, a bit more personality. Whoop. But, yeah. I mean, the soundtrack, soundtrack's good. The, sound, the, soundtrack's, the soundtrack is good. I, I do quite like it. Um, as I say, again, when you get to the modern games, it starts to get a little lazy. Emerald Coast is very lazy because it just basically very slightly um, remixes, um, obviously, Blue Asia World and Windy and Ripley for the two acts. It does the same sort of thing when it gets to Sonic Rush. It uses the digital remax- uh, remixing tracks version from the soundtrack for Water Palace and then a very slight remix of the same theme for, for the modern one. But it's just very, very odd. 
Mm. Very, it's very strange how, how things are done. And then with, with Sonic Colors, the classic version is actually from the Wii version of Sonic Colors and not the DS one, and then the modern one's remixed off that. So there's been right. some, there is a little there is a little bit of laziness there, but I mean some of the some of the tracks are good. They're just not as good as um, not as good as the console mixes. And obviously, you know there's there's reused tracks as well. I think all of the the 50 unlockable tracks on the 3DS are the same as the console one. Um, I think I can't quote on that because there'd be stuff like Mushroom Hill, which was on the console one, which obviously is in the 3DS version. So I'm not too sure. And, uh, hmm. you know, you've got Green Hill Act 1 and 2, that's the same as the console version. Um, Casino Night Act 2 is the same as the pinball table. Which, if you don't own it, it is now available on... Um, I believe it's now available as, as actual paid DLC for people to go and buy. If you mm-hmm. give me a moment, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how much it is on Xbox. Because I can't remember. <laughs> I'm sure... In fact, I've not, even, I've not even looked at it, to be fair. Silver Sonic saying, "See, I was right. No, you were trying to claim that the that um, that the tracks that the tracks from Sonic Rush and Sonic Colors were from the original games. And as I stated in the 3DS program, I would consider the original games to be the DS versions. One of the tracks is from an official soundtrack, so it's an album mix. The other one is from the Wii version, which is a completely different console." So, no, I'm not taking the I am right stance with you, because that would mean that they were the DS versions, which they're clearly not. Sega Dude says, is Sonic and the Black Knight any good? Um, it's alright. I, I, it's, it's I quite okay. like it. It's, it's not the best. It's certainly better than Secret Ring's broken control method, but it's still not a brilliant game. No. If, if you're going to get any Sonic game on the Wii... Uh, get colours. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely colours. Definitely colours. There's a Sonic Generations t-shirt on, uh... Hmm. There's a Sonic Generations t-shirt on, on thingy. And there's well, no classic DLC on here. That's it, Uh, isn't the Sonic Generations t-shirt the... The... Thingy. Thingy. It's basically like the logo... The, 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 the logo. Yeah, the, the one they did a colour version of at Sonic Boom, wasn't it? And sort of, yeah. A little bit like that. Um, it doesn't look like there's any DLC um, on the Xbox version. I can't find it. I can find Avatar items and some trailers, but I can't find any um, any items. Anyway, uh, coming up now is... Um, the album version, I will state that in case everyone goes, This is from the free, this is from the DS version. <laughs> uh, this is the album version of Wrapped in Black from Sonic Rush. And after that, a, an alternative version, because I think everyone's kind of figured out what the song of 2011 is now. Um, an alternative version of uh, the song of 2011. But, uh, and then we're going to say our goodbyes and stuff. We're clearly going to overrun. You know we are. I know we are. Uh, we're going to, then, we're going to, uh, we've got a couple of tracks that we need to finish on, but we'll, we'll have a nice old natter beforehand. And, um, and, and I say our goodbyes. So, yeah, Wrapped in Black coming up right now. Flame, too strong. Flame, too strong. 
sorry, but I didn't mean to trouble you. I was just cruising along in my BMW. When I saw you driving by, you caught my eye. And then I thought, why are you on your own? All alone? Talking with someone on the end of a phone? Is there another guy just waiting for you to get home? Ha! Girl, I should've known. So what's the deal between you and me? Can we get together? Watch TV. I know there's a place that you'd rather be. Where the money means nothing and the drinks are free. Let me take you there. No need to be aware. I'm a millionaire Forget about him I'll treat you right Let me turn out the light And we can get it on tonight Get it on tonight. 
Well, it seems I've been told a lie from uh, Retrix here. Um, the, the version that we've just played of this track, Escape from the City Classic Remix, is apparently the game version, but it's um, apparently an alternate version that was the old leaked one and isn't actually the final finished one, so that's a bit confusing. Probably should have just stuck with the four minute one that I had already. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, your uh, Radio Sega song of 2011, which means that when we get to this point next year, we will be playing it. In fact, we'll probably still be playing it next year anyway. Um, Cash Cash and Tony Harnell um, and Escape from the City, the classic mix from uh, Sonic Generations. It, uh, it takes over the crown from my dear friend Rally, which, uh, from Sega Rally, obviously, which, which won Radio Sega's song of 2010. So... There we go. Before that, we played you MSR, and let's get it on tonight, um, which was requested. And Sonic Rush and Wrapped in Black, the album version from, well, the album version of Sonic Rush. <laughs> Funny, isn't it, really? Um, so, yeah, we're, we're getting close to the end of Saturday Night Sega, and that's uh, that means we're getting closer to the end of, of another year, really, which is a bit disappointing. Um, 2012 then when it comes to Saturday Night Sega uh, well I can I can confirm and we are going to obviously be looking into dates for this uh, I can confirm that we're going to be doing the Sega-thon all over again for children in need I did crazy very much, nut job yeah because I'm insane uh, I enjoyed doing it last uh, in this year I say last year it's almost last year 55 minutes to go um, I enjoyed doing it uh, this year very much so, and we raised £632. I'm not quite sure if I mentioned that enough over the course of the last two months. Um, but How much did you raise, sorry? £632. You sure? Yeah. Do you want to double-check yeah, that figure and tell me how much you've done? No, 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 no I don't need to double-check <laughs> that. It's £632, but it ended up being closer to about 750 if you included gift aid. Um, it was a monumental amount, I know that much. It was outstanding. <laughs> Um, we, so we're going to be doing that again in 2012. Why the hell not? Uh, it will be in November time again. We'll obviously have a, a date closer to the time, uh, when BBC get off their arse and announce when Children in Need is again. Um, we're also, obviously, as I mentioned in the Radio Sega address of 2011, if you haven't read it yet, go to radiosega.net. It's on the homepage. It's also on the forums. There's no real excuse for not being able to see it. It's there. It's on the homepage. It exists. Um, if there is a Summer of Sonic next year, there's been no confirmation as yet, so obviously don't take anything we say as gospel. You can bet your bottom dollar that we'll be pushing... that I'll be pushing... Um, higher, very, very hard to try and... You know, get involved on that on the DJ side of things, and hopefully, hopefully, do a bit more with it. <clears throat> Resident C says, "Do you ever reveal how much you made on the Sega Fund?" No, do you know what? I don't think I did. It was six hundred and thirty-two pounds. <laughs> wow. Mm. <laughs> Pyrus fifty-five says, "Hopefully, more money next year." Um, well, if we did do it, you know, the, the target would be a thousand pounds, definitely. Um, but we're going to be doing. Um, we're going to be doing Summer of Sonic if there is one. We'll definitely do that again. Uh, I'd love to say that we're going to be involved with another Club Sega set at the London, at the second London Gaming Con, which is somewhere in about the middle of the year. Hopefully, it doesn't clash with anything important. But you know, definitely going to be in on that again. Um, 
and yeah there's, there's going to be a lot more stuff as well I've been ever since we did the remix show in November of last year I've uh, I've I've been in on and on again off again conversation with Overclock Remix about actually getting them on the show and doing an actual Overclock Remix night with them as co-hosts that will happen at some point we, we probably need to start chasing that up again next year so that will get that done as a little tease <clears throat> and this is again not concrete on the weekend of the 11th and 12th of February, um, amongst the fact that it might also be uh, it might also be Phoenix's uh, second pro- uh, Operation Portsmouth, if that goes well, is it? Is that your weekend? Uh, it is that weekend, yes. Yes. Hmm. Which I can't make, <laughs> which is gutting. Yeah. Stupid finances. How well, how some... dare money be a fucking issue in this world, eh? No, no. Let's let's not get started. We would be here forever. <laughs> um, it just so happens in London. It happens to be the fourth ever London Anime Con, organised by the same people who did the London Gaming Con. I had a communique, speak, e- uh, read, email, um, informing of the fact that they want to try and get DJs back who did the Gaming Con to do the Sunday evening. And of course, obviously, if you don't remember, then I I did Club Sega on the Sunday evening. So, providing I obviously get the following week off work, because I will need to be there until, like, 1am. Uh, well, I need to be there, like, quite late, and I, there's no way I'd get back into Grantham in the morning, uh, in time for work in the next morning. Uh, presuming I get time off work, I do believe I will be DJing London Anime Con again. Now... This is not being promoted as a Radio Sega event because I'm going to build because it's going to be just a general video game set. Uh, it's not going to be a um, it's not going to be considered a Saturday Night Sega episode, or they will probably put it up for a bonus download anyway for you to to listen into. Uh, and and it means I've obviously got a, a wilder set of music to play with, which is quite awesome. Uh, so there's no confirmation as yet. As soon as we know what's going on, obviously you'll be the first to know. And I'd love to do it. I think it'd be well fun. And especially this time around, I think I'm going to get paid for it. Nerf. Nerf. <laughs> mm. Resident SD says the Overclock Remix show will be awesome. Hopefully the Summer Sonic live stream on Radio Sega will be better next year if it happens. Well... There's all ifs and buts, but obviously if there is a Summer of Sonic, you can guarantee there'll be a stream. Hopefully it will go well. Hopefully I'll be able to hang around and actually help them set the stream up, because last time I didn't. But, you know, it's all ifs and buts. All ifs and buts. Um, We have got two songs to close on. One of which is a um, track that has been requested by uh, by by our Project Phoenix here who wants to see us off in style with a bit of Sonic CD the Japanese soundtrack before anyone rages don't worry um, before that we have a track that our good friend Raf uh, I can never pronounce his surname so I just call him Raf he produced it apparently for a contest so he's been focusing all of his energy on it uh, and he's also said that afterwards he's now going to start learning some Sega riffs. So hopefully in 2012 we'll be able to get him on Skype with his with his guitar of epicness. And um, b- bust out some, some Sonic tunes. 
<laughs> Messing SD says, I'm so jealous, doing this live DJing stuff must be awesome. Tell you what, it's the 11th and 12th of January. Get your ass down to London and come find out. <laughs> anyway, this this track, I have to admit, the, uh, I have to say, I've not heard it. It's only It's only been sent to me about an hour ago. Um, I'm told there are meant to be vocals on it, but the vocals will be added within the next couple of weeks. Uh, so this is the instrumental, and it's off of it's off of a new album. You know, Radio Sega. We do like to showcase music from our uh, our listeners here because it's a good way of getting artists out. And in fact, in 2012, we are going to be trying to start a campaign to get Pigeons of Death to chart in the UK top 100. Oh Christ! Are you actually trying that? I I don't see the harm. I don't see the harm. It's it's trying to find a song that we feel suitable, which I'm I'm not too sure if we will find one, but um, yeah, we're gonna try it. We'll 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 get New Year out of the way, and we'll try and get Pigeons of Death to uh, to chart in in the UK top 100. So we're not aiming for anything high. I just want to be able to go on the UK charts company website and see Pigeons of Death on there. That would be deemed a success. So you know, we're gonna need all you guys. We're gonna need you guys pushing in the same direction for that one. Um, so yeah, no, we like championing music from our listeners and from other people in the in this awesome community that we call the Sonic community. To be fair, you it know, shouldn't be that hard. Doesn't the uh, chart use uh, digital sale as well now? It does. It does. Yeah, we won't need a physical. We don't need a physical copy. And Pigeons of Death stuff is on iTunes, so it will be fine. It's just you know. We'll uh, we'll have to. Um, if you haven't seen them live, you really, really should. They're, they're hilarious. They they gig they're like every stuff. every other week. Uh, they they do gig like every other week. Oh, Raf says it's days, not weeks. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'd I'd like to to close off by you know obviously wishing you all a very happy new year. Um, 2011 has been been a bit of a dodgy one. If you want my opinions of of the year from a Radio Sega point of view, go to the go to the website or the forums and check out the address. I'm being quite honest there. It's it's usually, you know, it's usually detrimental, but I I feel it's best to kind of get the opinion out. Um, but no, hopefully 2012 is going to be a better year for all of us. There's a lot of stuff that's hopefully going to be happening that uh, that should make it worth it in a myriad of reasons. Um, so yeah, that's myself. I don't know whether whether uh, you want to say anything to to close us out. No, you, what you said is kosher, fella. <laughs> cool. We we will get you on again another time when when we've got all the time in the world to talk bollocks, as we're so good at doing. In fact, I think what we need we need another Sonic Four trailer to come out so we can just dissect it and take the piss, because this this teaser trailer was so odd. Well, Didn't I, I you think and I could... sit there for an entire evening on one of the Generations trailers? Quite possibly. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot. It does not take a lot to set us off, really. Yeah, I mean, I could, I, I could only say the word dire, and we'd be here for forty-five minutes. <laughs> We're not going to be, but we could. So I think we'll leave you. I think we'll leave you all with a with a with a with a quest that nobody will pursue. I will personally award somebody with a Radio Sega t-shirt if you grow a beard like Ken Baloo's, dye it like Tails's, like Tails's Tails, and take a photo in the most public place you can imagine. I'm being serious. <laughs> I don't think it will happen, but I'd love to see it. Someone just dye a beard orange and grey. <laughs> can you guess what it is yet? 
Anyway, uh, <sighs> yes, we're gonna leave you. We're gonna leave you with this raft track, and then we're gonna close out 2011 from a Saturday Night Sega point of view with a Sonic CD track. And as I stated before, it is from the Japanese soundtrack. Much as I'd love to play Collision Chaos from the US one again, because I do like that so very much. Uh, thank you guys, you've all been awesome, and I will catch you all next year for some more fun and games, as we're now only about three months away from hitting two years of continuous broadcasts. Night-night, everyone. Good night.
Ultimate.